This is the DNA Pest Control Podcast with your hosts, Daniel and Anthony. All right. I hope everyone had an amazing Christmas or holiday weekend. Um, I know it's a short week for us. Uh, We only have three days and then we got the 31st and 1st and 2nd and 4th off. Um, So it's going to be a nice long weekend for everybody over here. Um, But if you have not went and listened to the uh, Christmas Eve podcast, um, my little story, this is Daniel, by the way, Um, my story about scorpions, my little encounter with the scorpion, I should say, in Cancun, go back and listen to it, Uh, interesting story, but... I was kind of going through some old, uh, some magazines that we get, uh, which it's called PCT. So it's pest control, pest control technology. If you haven't listened to one of the old podcasts that we talked to about where to gain more knowledge, this is one of the magazines I talk about. So they actually send out these magazines, I think every other month and the in-between months where they don't send a physical copy, you, they come out with a online copy and you can download the app. It's free. It's PCT. Super easy. Anyway, I was looking through the fly control and guess what I happened to find? A whole poster about scorpions, which is crazy. So I, we don't have scorpions here, which I'm kind of happy because I do not like them. Um, but I have a whole new knowledge for these things and respect. I mean, it is, scorpions are crazy. So if you deal with scorpions, um, I'm going to throw some knowledge at you here that you may have not known about and... Um, if you know about scorpions and you deal with them on a daily basis, hopefully this is going to help you. And if you don't deal with them, awesome. You know, you're right there with me. And thank goodness, because these things are crazy. So so it talks, I'm just going to throw some things out of this little poster. It's by MGK. Um, so they, they do chemicals if you guys don't buy their products. But uh, they came out with this whole thing and put it in the fight control issue. So it's June 2019. So you guys, if you download the app on PCT, if you just go back to June, this will actually be in that, um, in that online article. At least it should. I haven't gone back and looked uh, on the app. But they usually put you know every magazine on there. So you can go back and look at them at any time. Um, but apparently, there are 1,252 species of scorpions. Uh, crazy. That is awesome. And uh, they are very, very interesting. So, just like most bugs, males are going to be generally smaller um, than females, which... In the animal kingdom, that seems to be a pretty common thing. Um, Also, uh, so females give birth to live young, 
Okay, so if you didn't know this, that means they are not in an egg. Okay, that goes against like every insect ever. Um, which I don't know if there's any other insects out there, but if there are, I didn't even know about it. So I will be the first one to admit something that I don't know. And I did not know this. That's crazy. And if you go onto YouTube, type in scorpion live birth and they have a close up. It is intense. It literally spits out a freaking live scorpion. Um, it has to get out of the like embryo or I don't even know what they call it for insects, but it's like a plastic sack looking thing. And then it eventually pops out and it's, it, it's crazy, really interesting, but a live birth, um, so crazy. And let's see. So the developmental period that varies from two to 18 months. So this is the other thing, um, now, I don't know how correct this is, but what they have on here for the life cycle is it's a simple metamorphosis, which means that it comes out as a little baby and eventually it grows up. So it's not a complete metamorphosis. Um, complex mating ritual, courtship dance, uh, long gestation period, which means that it isn't, they are in the, I don't even know how to say it. Not an ectomologist, but they're not in the womb because I don't think insects have wombs. But essentially, they are inside the scorpion from, which I love insects. It's always great because it's always so extreme on the numbers. Like black widows can have one to 600 babies. Um, but it's so they can be inside the scorpion from several months to more than a year. Can you believe that? You could have a scorpion walking around your house pregnant for a year. It's crazy. Um, and then the female gives birth to live young. The sex ratio at birth is about equal. So you're getting 50-50. Uh, prior to their first molt, oh, let's see, female carries. So this is another thing, just like wolf spiders. So the female carries um, her offspring on her back until first molt. Prior to their first molt, squirplings obtain water from their mother's uh, cuticle for survival. I don't know what that is. Um, so look it up. But uh, so they're essentially surviving off the mom the whole time on the back, which is which is nuts. But uh, second instar, in most cases, uh, the squirplings leave the mother shortly after the molt. And then squirplings undergo an average of five to six molts over two to six years before reaching maturity. And two to five years, let's see. So the average lifespan is two to five years, but it can take six months to three years to become an adult. That is nuts. I mean, how do these things even... I'm surprised they haven't died off yet. You know, they're, they do not, uh, I mean, it just takes forever for them to become an adult, which is crazy because most insects are a lot faster than that. So, um, so let's see, I, I wanted to go over a few more things. So the habitats and life cycle for these things are going to be range of habitats, including deserts, grasslands, savannas, and both temperate and tropical forests. Cancun. In addition, they are found from 
uh, intertidal zones at sea level to snow-covered mountains at elevation of over 5,500 meters and in cave systems at depths of more than 800 meters. Wow. In large part, these ad- uh, adaptions are due to b- uh, behavioral thermoregulation, low me- uh, metabolic rates, and high efficiency in conserving water. They, these things can, well, I mean, now I know why they don't die off. They are resilient, that's for sure. And I do have to say, I did go hiking when I was younger in Utah. So I used to live out in Utah. And um, there are scorpions out there. Very, very, very rare do you see one, but they do have it. So it makes sense uh, that they would be snow-covered mountains. That's Utah. Um, and then obviously to the extremes, which I think they'll probably thrive a lot better in tropical areas, just like most insects would, just because of all the food that's there. So, um, yeah, so it may, it makes sense, but so it goes, uh, and it talks about inspections. So scorpions are fluorescent or glow under ultraviolet lights, which if you haven't heard, I've heard some crazy stories about that in Arizona. So if we have any listeners out in Arizona at night, because they're nocturnal, if you take a black light and you go out at night, these things will glow and you can see them, uh, which, is, which is awesome because they come in all sorts of colors, but apparently they all, they all glow. Um, the best time to inspect using a black light is during the summer between 8 and 11 p.m. So any, any technicians out there, that's when you're going to want to inspect. Uh, when the scorpions are actively foraging for food, uh, inspect all potential harboring or breeding areas on the interior and around the perimeter of the home. So kind of kind of cool about that. So um, some of these uh, treatments, so they have uh, treatments outdoors. <sighs> Seems like kind of kind of just the general i mean when you're doing a crack and crevice or spot application obviously entry points such as doors windows garage doors and patios and they also say apply as a broadcast or spot treatment target areas let's see previously noted so cracks and crevices um they say treating plant areas adjacent to structures or surface areas under decks and balconies obviously they're going to be hiding um from my research in Cancun, that's what I read, is they hide um, most of the day. They'll come out at night, but they typically are staying away from all that motion. They don't like to be around us. Um, uh, dust applications behind siding, shutters, and crawl space areas under homes, voids of windows and door frames. So essentially anywhere that's you know, you could put dust is where you'd want to put dust. Uh, they also have a granular application um, to mulch beds uh, and to limit drift during windy conditions. So it just helps if you're using granules, if you're in those types of areas. Uh, so treatment indoors, they're obviously trying to push their products. But um, flushing out scorpions from cluttered and hard to get to areas in living spaces, garages and outdoor buildings. So I guess you could use a flush. So an aerosol um, applies a broadcast surface, crack and crevice spot treatment. Um, And then obviously, so we do actually have a podcast. They mentioned this, which is cool that they do glue boards, guys, glue boards, monitors. Um, They can be placed along 
well, wall edges and under furnitures or under furniture to capture scorpions when they are foraging at night. So glue boards are great. I mean, they, they are amazing. We have a ton of clients that want glue boards that will actually set them up themselves. I went to a guy's house um, just a little bit ago, a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, hey, give me some glue boards. And I went and I grabbed them and I was ready to set them up in the garage. He's like, no, 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 you're good, man. Just go, go do your thing. Um, I'm, I set them up. I said, cool, do your thing then. That's fine with me. And uh, yeah, he had roaches in it and spiders and all sorts of things. So um, glue boards are great. And they say it right here. Glue boards are great for scorpions to catch them. And to be honest, if I was in an area with scorpions, I would be freaking out. And I'd probably have glue boards everywhere um, because I've been hit by one and uh, I don't want to feel that again, to be honest with you. So pretty intense. Um, so then they go to like common harborage sites. Okay. So if you're new to the industry and you're new to scorpions, um, so indoors, so dark protected areas of structures inside shoes. God, that would suck. Put your foot in a shoe and you got a freaking scorpion inside. Um, not cool. Uh, between bed covers. Oh my goodness. You guys out in Arizona, God, that would be great. You have somebody pull back their sheets and there's a scorpion. Uh, you're getting a call for sure. Oh, my gosh. But make sure you put glue boards out because you have no idea. So I'd put glue boards everywhere, even inside the house. Make sure that we're catching those things. Um, in clothing, oh, my goodness. In crevices of walls and other secluded sites, areas associated with moisture, which makes so much sense now. Um, thinking about the Cancun experience, uh, I put on a life jacket, which the life jackets, I think, were just sitting there, obviously, all night. Um, and if not, they probably put them in bins and pulled them out of bins, which are going to be secluded areas where scorpions are going to hide. And they could easily have been on on one of these. So, on yeah, that makes sense. So, areas associated with moisture, kitchens bathrooms, which is a big common one with a lot of other insects, if you guys didn't know. So uh, house centipedes, which are freaky looking, but house centipedes in Sacramento, that's a big one. And they are always in bathrooms. It's crazy. Uh, also, if you have any of the outdoor roaches, so we get the Turkestan roach, bathrooms and kitchen, big, big one. German roaches, bathrooms and kitchen. So those are always a go-to area. Um, and a must to treat. Same with ants. Ants love bathrooms and kitchen. Um, spiders seems not, spiders don't really care. They'll just go wherever. But so outdoors, they say beneath items laying on the ground, which makes sense. There's going to be a lot of moisture uh, under rocks. I mean, let's be honest. We're not going to go move around a bunch of rocks. Maybe you guys do. I don't know. Um, I, I, I would not, though. Uh, in firewood and lumber piles, makes a lot of sense. Moisture under loose tree bark, debris piles, inside uh, inside outbuildings. I'm assuming they didn't want to use the word shed um, or barn, but so I guess inside outbuildings, whatever that means. Um, how they enter homes is through cracks uh, in exterior walls, under doors, through vents, carried in on items from outside, through deep 
uh, through weep holes in uh, in brink veneer. I I don't know what that is. Um, so here in California, it would be through the crawl space because um, a lot of houses. 20 years ago are actually on raised foundations. So that's how scorpions would get in, which makes sense. So one of their main things is, so their favorite foods, which is awesome. I mean, we go around, we treat yards and things like that. So we're killing a lot of their food anyway. So spiders and insects. And the other great thing is if you poison a spider or an insect and then it eats it, it's probably going to die. It doesn't say that in this you know, whole little poster that they gave. But um, I'm assuming if they, you know, if they get a hold of something that you just treated, you're going to kill a lot of these scorpions. Um, and then hunting style is they, they're ambush predators, which is actually kind of cool. So they're going after them, um, but also makes sense why they sting you and bite you or I guess use their little pincers and get you with them. Um, but the control, they obviously go through, you know, IPM, so you need to inspect. Uh, sanitation and harborage removal is huge, so they talk about trash piles, stones, boards, firewood, landscape, timbers, debris. Um, that's a big one in general. So outside of scorpions, um, if you're not telling your clients, hey, you guys need to take care of your yard, you need to do this, you need to do that, uh, and help them guide them through the process to help eliminate a lot of these issues, they're never going to know. Um, we are pretty active with that, and we're not, dis- you know, we're not scared to tell someone. We're the professional. You know, we should be more open to telling people. So if you're one not to tell somebody, hey, you have a freaking wood pile right next to you, your garage door, um, maybe that's why you have a ton of bugs inside your garage because they're living right in the wood pile and they're just moving in. Um don't be afraid to tell them, you know, it's just like a doctor and you go into a doctor's office, you got cancer. They got to tell you, Hey, you have cancer and this is what you can do to help. Or you have this type of disease or this type of problem. This is what you need to do to change that. Uh, we do the same thing here. In some cases we won't, um, do certain things until they get it done because we know that it's never going to fix the problem. Now with like wood piles, uh, or or firewood, a lot of chemicals you can't even actually spray firewood because they bring it into their house and they light it on fire and that is going to create a chemical or they're going to breathe in that chemical. And so a lot of chemicals you can't even treat firewood. So in cases like that, you know, moving that firewood as far away from the house as possible is going to help, you know, prevent a lot of issues. Um, But remember that that's a huge one that the you know, the homeowners can either pay you guys to do it or, you know, they got to take care of it themselves. And then it talks about exclusion. So ceiling openings or uh, crevices in outside walls, place weather stripping around doors, windows and vents, install tight fitting screws, uh, which is actually a huge control in a lot of scenarios where, you know, us as professionals, we don't do sometimes Um, But we should always offer sealing up. I mean, we sealed around windows um, for an elderly lady with caulk. I mean, it didn't, you don't have to be a contractor to do some of this stuff. I mean, it's super simple, um, but you can help 
massively to prevent a lot of different things. And that's what we did. We did for this lady uh, around her windows because it was a it was a big issue. Um, but also residual treatments it talks about. So going out there, treating on a consistent basis, which makes sense. I mean, you poison other bugs. They're still alive. Scorpion eats the bug that has poison on them or poison in them. And now they have it. They're going to die or even actively treating those areas where you actually get them with the product, they're eventually going to die. Um, so that's that's everything I wanted to go over. If you have any more questions about the scorpions or the scorpion protocol or how to treat for scorpions, um, go check PCT, Pest Control Technology. Download it if you put PCT in the App Store. Uh, it will pop up. And you can download it, and it is free, F-R-E-E. You do not actually have to pay it for it. And I'm not getting paid to say get it. So um, use them. They have a ton of free information in there, and it's actually great knowledge to learn, um, just like me finding out about scorpions that we don't ever deal with. But I got bit by one so or stung, so it was kind of cool finding out that information. But go on PCT, look it up. It's the June 2019 edition, and it talks about scorpions. It's actually the fly control condition, but edition. But they have scorpions in there. Uh, Also, before letting you guys go with this short and quick podcast is Happy New Year. I hope this year has been amazing um, and great, as good as it's been for me. Um, it's been an awesome year here. We've grown so much. We have learned so much. We've been better because of this whole year. This has not been a bad year and I hope you guys can find the good, but have a great last day of the year. Take advantage of it. Reflect on what's happened. Reflect on the good. Sometimes you got to reflect on the bad, but make sure that what you reflect on when you are reflecting on the bad is what can you change or how can you make it better. Um, But from the DNA Pest Control Podcast, closing out 2020, which has been a good year for us, we've had also, um, well, since I've been recording this, I actually don't know what it is today, but we've had over 4,000 downloads, guys. You... You guys are awesome. So thanks for listening in. Thanks for, you know, all the reviews that you've, you know, put on the podcast this year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, We are going to keep throwing this out for free. You know, we are don't plan on charging or anything. We want to give you all the knowledge. We want to grow this industry as much as possible and uh, put that knowledge out for you guys to know and to where to learn. And I hope that we were able to help some of you this year in 2020 And we are excited for the next year in 2021 and what we're going to do and uh, how we're going to, you know, bring more information to you and hopefully more guests. Um, Actually, not hopefully. We are going to have more guests to give you more knowledge and to help you guys grow in this industry. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope everyone has an amazing last day and an awesome awesome 2021 and a start to 2021 we'll talk to you guys next year listen in for all the new stuff that's coming out 
Um, and don't forget to send us a message or to send us any topics or just to reach out uh, on Instagram at the DNA Pest Podcast. Thanks, guys. <laughs>